0: Smarties, with virtual learning being so prevalent this year, we wanted to share a strategy that we've been using with our learners in our practices, CAP Educational Therapy Group and Therapist. Today, we introduce you to our check-in, check-out system. In this episode, we'll dig into why this system became necessary and how to use it. Of course, there is a freebie with this episode, and to get to that freebie, go to our website, LearnSmarterPodcast.com, click on episodes, and click on the link for this particular episode. If you're already on our email list, you will have gotten this freebie in today's email. By downloading the freebie on our website, you'll also be signed up for our email list, and you'll get freebies in your inbox on the day they are released. As a reminder, Learn Smarter Pro applications are due on January 26th. Learn Smarter Pro is our eight-week group coaching program for educational therapists, learning specialists who are in private practice and looking to build better, more profitable, and more efficient businesses. Our meetings will take place on Tuesday night at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time starting February 2nd and... Applications are due on January 26th. If you are looking for an application to apply to join Learn Smarter Pro, the application is in our show notes. And of course, it's in your weekly email as well. Let's dig in. You want to learn faster, but sometimes working harder is just not the answer. You have to learn smarter. The Educational Therapy Podcast.
1: Smarties. Welcome to episode 136 of Learn Smarter, the Educational Therapy Podcast. I'm Stephanie Pitts. And I'm Rachel Cap, And today we're talking about a check-in and check-out system.
0: I've been wanting to do this for a while, but before we get started, I feel like we should let our audience know that you and I spent 45 minutes on Zoom today talking about fancy popcorn. Well, it wasn't
1: all 45 minutes, but we did talk about fancy popcorn. <laughs>
0: So, you're right, it wasn't all 45 minutes, but we did a deep dive. We looked at websites. <laughs> we talked about which ones were gluten free because Steph is gluten free and which ones aren't. We talked about why some would be gluten free and some wouldn't be. <laughs> we really went deep. And, Steph, do you want to tell the story of why, like, fancy popcorn in particular is also special to our friendship? It's a cute story.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we should include the picture. We can include the picture in today's email if you want. (laughs) (laughs) So back in the day when we were in graduate school, we were in class. And at my old job, there were a lot of winter holiday gifts that came in. And everyone would take some of them home because we would get them from all sorts of different places. And Mm -hmm. one of them was a huge, one of those tins of popcorn some reason I had it and I decided to bring it into class (laughs) to share or something. You were like enthralled by the tin of popcorn. And I remember we were eating it and you were so happy about the popcorn. And so I said, would you like the whole tin of popcorn? And you were ecstatic.
0: I'm emotional thinking about it now because (laughs) it was like such an exciting treat. And this is probably right before... The famous moment where you had CCC, I want to say. Oh, maybe. And so we weren't yet in love with each other in the way that we are now.
1: I feel like it was December of 2014, maybe.
0: And I feel like the infamous California Chicken Cafe salad moment happened the next semester.
1: Yeah, that sounds maybe right.
0: Because were we really starting to connect when Adam and I started dating? No, you weren't with Adam.
1: No, because we had New Year's together. That's right. We made pizza together.
0: That's really when the romance started,
1: Smarties.
0: (laughs) Anyway, so fancy popcorn has been on both of our brains lately. And a week ago, Steph texted me the photo of me with the fancy popcorn. And I am striking a pose. That is.
1: (laughs) Striking a pose. So happy with your big, huge tin of popcorn. And every time I see that photo when it comes up yearly on my time hop, I'm always like, oh It's a cute moment. It is. And so winter just ends up becoming fancy popcorn time. Well Adam doesn't know this audience,
0: but I may or may have not ordered fancy popcorn, <laughs> which is gonna arrive today. And my plan is just to tell him that a colleague got it for me <laughs> as like a holiday gift. Maybe it'll be you. You staff ordered this. Are you just gonna say it's me? <laughs> I'm excited. I want you to try that cinnamon toast crunch one. Don't you worry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hey, Smarties, Rachel here. We'll get back to the episode in a second, but we just wanted to remind you to apply for Learn Smarter Pro. Learn Smarter Pro is our eight-week group coaching program that is perfect for working professionals in the early stages or considering building a private practice for different learners, It's perfect if you want to seek a community of like-minded professionals and want to develop skills and habits of a successful entrepreneur. It's perfect for those of you who want coaching to help you manage difficult cases and difficult scenarios. It's perfect for those of you who want behind-the-scenes business trainings that will create more free time, increase productivity, and generate more profit. To apply for Learn Smarter Pro, you can check out the application in our show notes And or email us at admin at LearnSmarterPodcast.com and we'll shoot that application right over to you. In the meantime, listen to what former participants have said.
2: The opportunity to learn from you guys as well as from some others, the whole idea of the small group aspect and hearing from people who are doing what I wanted to do in the future, like fast forward and that idea of meeting you guys as well as learning from other people who are doing it.
1: Yeah. Do you feel like that's something that you guys as a group, did you feel like you got a lot of that?
2: Yes, definitely. I think it's hard to know until you walk through it. We as a group created it organically. Like you guys had a plan, but you let us organically change it.
1: Yes. yes. It has to be that way.
0: We're really responsive to the needs of the group and where you guys wanted to go is where we went. And it gave you an opportunity to fast forward. And that's what I think the big appeal of Learn Smarter Pro would be for somebody is that we've had so many combined years of experience with our own educational therapy practices that if we can help others sort of accelerate, avoid some of the pitfalls, and here, just go do it like this, and Mm -hmm. here's why... Really, from the benefit of our experience, that's what we wanted to kind of offer up to the participants.
2: And you did that. I knew you were going to let us develop it as the group because part of that is the educational therapy philosophy, too. Right. It comes from the student and what does the student need? And we're going to adapt. So you modeled what we do. I think, as educational therapists.
0: Yeah, that was definitely a
2: conscientious
0: decision. Yeah, it was intentional, for sure. We had ideas of trainings that we would do, obviously, but you guys selected which ones. So I'm curious, what were some of your favorite trainings that we did?
2: Tidbits of everything. The reassurance that I was doing the right thing was Mm -hmm. just as important as learning something new. So it was twofold. A lot of the time savers Huge, mm-hmm. the whole Calendly, Cami, and mm-hmm. so just little tricks of the trade were really important to hear. But then also hearing your struggles and how you came through it was just as important as saying, this is what you do now. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going through that struggle, it just, there's something to be said about company and understanding mm-hmm. you're not the only one doing it. If you did it again, I'd still learn. I'm that person who always yep. likes to learn. And I think a lot of us are in this kind yeah. of a role. Like you don't stop, you keep going. Exactly. Yep. How did Learn Smarter Pro bring momentum to your business? It got me to be more organized and focused, probably more of a psychological mind builder for me. Like I knew I could do it. I needed that camaraderie as well as reassurance that I was doing the right thing. It helped me stand taller. It helped me move forward in the way that I wanted to go forward as opposed to constantly looking back and going, "Mm, am I doing the right thing? Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I'm doing it. I'm doing the right mm -hmm. thing. I need to keep going. So To me, that was the most important thing.
1: What would you say to people that were considering
2: Learn Smarter Pro? What would you tell them? Do it. Don't stop. Just do it. Jump in and go forward. It's going to help you. It's going to give you permission to do things that you're thinking doing. You can throw ideas off of things and learn. Just do it. I'm a Nike commercial. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't hesitate because if we're open to learning, you're going to learn no matter what. Yeah. And you're going to grow professionally. And that's huge to me. So don't look back, go forward. We really appreciate it. And yeah, we adore we do. it. Yeah, you're welcome. I loved it. I miss it. It was wonderful. <laughs> My Wednesday mornings. No more. <laughs> but I do. Never I thank know. you guys because it was very helpful. I'm really glad I did it. And it's one of those things that when you first finish, you don't realize how much you got out of it until you just keep going on and on. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, look at all those things. Oh, yeah. um, your appreciation increases as time goes on. Good. That's how it works.
0: Yeah. Now back to the episode. All right, so this was an episode that Steph and I were talking about, and we both really felt was important to do because, with all the online learning that's happening today, students don't have a real system for entering into school the way that they would have had homeroom or the way they have sort of an end of day wrap up that's sort of structured into their day. They are really lacking that. So we have developed this system of these are your responsibilities before school even starts and these are your responsibilities when you think you're done with your day because we are sure that a lot of our audience is experiencing the same thing with their learners. They do the assignment, they upload the assignment, they don't click submit. They're not double checking to make sure they know when everything goes in. Let's just start with a blanket rule that even if the portal says you have a 5 p.m. due date or an 11.59 p.m. due date for an assignment, we have a rule that all assignments have to be submitted before that class even begins. So act as if it's regular school. This can be really confusing for those students who struggle with executive functioning. You need to create rules for them otherwise they will try to hold on to the fact that oh it's not due till 5 or it's not due till 11:59 those seem to be two really common time periods for my students i get some like 359s teachers are just sometimes not even aware of what time they're putting in or sometimes they don't put a time in and then it's late. Yeah, it's default or or whatever. Yeah. This is just something that you need to create a rule with your student about so that they can start ignoring those deadlines and act as if it's quote unquote real regular in-person school.
1: That's part of the reason why we're creating this freebie mm-hmm. so that you guys can see it. I'm very visual. So yeah. now this could be one of those things where you can absolutely make your own so that it's what your student needs, or even you. But in the check-in, here are the obvious ones. First, check your email. The stopgap here is that they might look at the email, but then they don't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. So you need to respond, archive, unsubscribe, trash, actually do something with the email, not just look at it.
0: And pro tip, this was something stuff that you taught me, is go back and look at the last email that they've sent. Because that is a real indicator of if they're just archiving everything before your session. Oh, yes. Which our learners will do.
1: Yep. And I also look in the trash. Smart. hmm This
0: system is really designed for the learners to be doing on days that they're not meeting with you. But you can absolutely walk them through it each and every time you are meeting with your clients as well. And you should especially for those middle and high school students who are really struggling, this should be your entryway into sessions and your exit.
1: If you're a working professional, this is absolutely what you should do as well.
0: My entryway into work is looking at my email. And Mm -hmm. my last exit is what emails can I put off
1: till tomorrow? Yeah. And snooze till Monday. Exactly. And what needs to be dealt with? Forthwith. (laughs) Forthwith. I love when you say that. Forthwith.
0: Okay, next.
1: Next is I do a lot of reminders. And I do this with my students because they don't go away unless you mark them as done. Yeah.
0: And you're talking about reminders in the calendar, right?
1: In Google Calendar. Mm -hmm. There is a separate calendar for reminders. And I have it a different color. And it's a color that stands out. And it follows you day to day until it's done. Marked as complete or trashed. And that is something that I put in when there's also regular things that need to be done. So for instance, for my own life, I'll put in, take out the trash cans. Right. Even though I know and I'm going to remember it's there. So until I do it, it'll show up.
0: So I have a different rule about reminders in my practice. Mm -hmm. My expectation is that your calendar is updated appropriately with the assignments on the due date. And that should be enough to remind you to look forward and plan ahead. We exclusively use reminders when assignments are late and or there's something unresolved. So something unresolved could be you sent an email to a teacher about an assignment that you thought you submitted, but on the portal, it's not showing up as complete. And so that's not resolved until the teacher has resolved it. And that's sort of our way of remembering like this is an open-ended issue that we've already started with.
1: It could go either way and either way is perfectly good.
0: Totally. Just be consistent about the rules that you're establishing for when you use certain things.
1: Yeah. I have a kid that needs to do five flashcards every day. Yeah. So he has to put in five flashcards and it's there and it's a very easy reminder to put in. Mm -hmm. And then I can also see... If he hasn't done it, I can see how many times it says five flashcards.
0: Yes. The reminders are great because they follow you around day to day. And you can also see on the day that it was marked complete. It doesn't go away. It just was marked complete. Yep. And so you're able to kind of recreate the history of what's happened. A lot of my students will wait until we meet to mark them as complete anyway. Yeah. But just be concrete and clear about the rules that you're establishing if you are adding in that extra layer to the calendar about reminders. So check reminders is part of the check-in process, checking the portal. So what do we mean by this? Let's be really, really specific. Checking the portal means checking forward and checking backwards. So checking forward means what is going to happen. I strongly prefer that each student go to each individual class as opposed to looking at the academic progress or the homework checklist that the online portal generates because it makes looking backwards easier to be within each individual class. You want to be checking and making sure that assignments that were submitted get marked as credit, marked as submitted. And this is something
1: we do with each student each time they log on with us. Absolutely. You know, in Google Classroom, there's a to-do list, there's missing, there's done. I check all of those. Yep. Every single time. I also check in assignments that have been turned in, if I can see them and see if they've been turned in complete. Yep. So I love to dig online. I don't like to dig in things in person.
0: You like figuring out stuff. You figured out all those flavors of the popcorn.
1: Yeah, but it was online research. Okay. (laughs) Online research, I like.
0: Oh, looking through a book you're not into.
1: Yeah, I'm also not into like going to the sales section and digging in things. Yeah. At like a store, I don't have the bandwidth for it. I understand. But looking at things online, absolutely. I love being the detective, especially catching them when they say things are happening that aren't happening. They know that they're not going to get away with it. So, you know, checking all the places for all the things backwards, forwards, present day, all of it. Mm-hmm.
0: This is why parents have gone crazy as a result of these online portals. Welcome to the party. Yeah. Definitely go back and listen to our episode on the online portal pitfalls. We'll go ahead and link that episode in the show notes as well, where we talk in depth about sort of the issues that can emerge as a result of online portals. But that is something that you want to teach your learners how to do each and every day.
1: Yeah. The next thing is update the calendar. So besides just looking at it, you need to update it. What's been put in that you found out from your email, that you found out from your reminders, that you found out from the portal that need to be put in? Oh, there's going to be a test or the test date got moved, or now there's a project, or whatever it is, there's going to be things that have been altered or have been added. So making sure that you're updating. If it's not an online calendar, then updating your planner. And
0: something that I've added into calendaring with students and stuff, I'm not sure if you're doing this at all. Are you using tasks within Google Calendar? Sometimes. So I have students when they're far enough along in the educational therapy process that they're really able to plan their time out well, they create a task list and they also write in immediately how long they anticipate things to take so that it's a list that both of us can kind of look at. And I'm thinking of one student in particular who sometimes has late assignments. I always have her do the late assignments at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And put that at the end of her task list because her tendency is to do it first because it's late, but that just makes everything else late.
1: 100%, yeah. I have them anticipate how long it's going to take them for quite a few kids that use paper planners still. Mm.
0: I have no kids using paper planners at this point. So how do you do it functionally, Steph, if they have a paper planner? They have to hold up their planner so you can see it?
1: Yeah. But a lot of them I'm seeing in person. So it's in
0: person. Got it. Yeah. Okay. The final thing on the check-in is know your action items for the day. What is due today and
1: what is due tomorrow. And where do you have to be? Mm -hmm. What zooms, those kinds of things. That's for the distance learning time.
0: Yeah. Checkout is really similar. Yeah. It's a lot of the same steps, maybe a couple of extras, but you want to start it off?
1: Yeah. So once again, checking the email, what's happened throughout the day, respond, archive, trash, unsubscribe, and also adding to it snooze or mark on however your learner or you best handles that. I snooze things,
0: Yeah, but we follow through. So if you have a learner who doesn't, don't encourage them to use snooze.
1: Yeah. So sometimes mark on but sometimes I get the kids that just want to trash everything. So sometimes I, we have to go in and untrash it.
0: They'll click all. I have clients who I literally watch them go through their email and they just click email to email. They go to the arrow within each email. You and I don't check our email this way, stuff. but they can click between emails because I don't trust that they are looking at them carefully enough. Mm -hmm. And so that's how we go about it at this point. Fair. Know your students. Know how many different options they can sort of handle. Yeah. You don't have to make email more complicated than it is unless they can handle it. So then checking out of the portal.
1: That's seeing if there's been any updates throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Checking what homework has been assigned. And knowing that even though your teacher didn't say it in class or you didn't hear it, if it's on the portal... You better do it.
0: Mm -hmm. Don't act shocked.
1: Yeah. Projects, assignments, tests, all of that. It's really your safety doing that double extra check Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Some kids will say to me, but I already checked it today. Well, now we're going to check it again. It's changed. Yeah.
0: My favorite is when it changes in the middle of our session. Oh, that's a good. It's such a good learning moment. Look, even though we checked, we need to check again. It almost creates this like uh, unstable anxiety around it. But that's also the reality of how these portals are working. And we need to train our students, unfortunately, to look at it more than once.
1: It's not one and done. Mm -mm.
0: All right. The next thing you want to do is submit assignments. This is so important. (laughs) There's a reason this is a separate category and a separate check. Because students will complete the assignment and not upload it. Homework is not done until it is in the teacher's hands in the way that they are asking for it. That means if the teacher is not cool with the Google Doc being shared, you cannot submit it that way. That does not count as a submission. You may share the Google Doc as a backup, but that cannot be the only way. Or you can't say, well, they have access to that Google Drive folder. Well, your teacher is not looking in your Google Drive folder. They have 100 students. Why would they do that for you? Mm -hmm. Submit it the way they are asking for it. And then as a secondary measure, go to another place on your portal to confirm submission. There's more than one way to see if an assignment has been submitted. And you can help your learners figure out what the secondary way of confirming that is and teach them that that is an important step. What are you doing to figure out if it's submitted? Teach them that that's what they need to do.
1: Absolutely. Double checking your work always. Mm -hmm. Then cross off action items. So what we did at the beginning of the day, what's due today and what's due tomorrow. Then you start working on what's going to be tomorrow. You start getting ready for tomorrow's list. We're always looking forward and looking backwards. So we know what's not done and what still needs to be done. So what's coming up, what will be due, making sure that you have checked off and readjusted the list accordingly. And then the final thing, charge all the things.
0: Yes, there's no excuse for an uncharged iPad, an uncharged laptop, or an uncharged phone.
1: It happens all the time. Charge all the things. Charge all the things in their home. So that is a good list of things that are pretty standard for every learner at this point. You know, we're talking late elementary school and up. hmm
0: But if they have an email... It is never too early to teach them proper email management. Absolutely. If they're old enough to have an email, they're old enough to learn these things.
1: And it's going to be so much better when they have this on autopilot. Basically, they know what to do. They know what's expected, how to handle it, what they need to do every day, because they're going to have email for the rest of their life. And this is a part of adulting.
0: All right, Smarties, there you have it. If you are not on our email list, first of all, go join our email list at www.learnsmarterpodcast.com. But you can get the check-in and check-out system list through this episode page on our website, and we'll see you next week. Have a great week, Smarties. Have a great week, Smarties. Oh, and Happy New Year.
1: Oh, yeah. Happy New Year.